Hello and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Mike Freeman here, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are going to do something a little bit different. And today we are in Mark chapter 16. And let me let me start by asking you if you've ever heard someone say something along the lines of, you know, I can't believe the Bible because it's been translated so many different times that it's been messed with and it's been watered down and it's been it's been tainted and it's been ruined. Have you ever heard that? Or maybe at the other end of things, have you ever had a curiosity about um, Christian people, religious people who handle snakes, thinking that they can do that without any uh, poisonous snakes and, and they can do it without any ill effect? I guess it would be venomous snakes and, and people who uh, think they can drink poison because they're a Christian and, and it can do no damage to them. Now, if you're listening to this, maybe your uh, spidey senses are going off. Maybe you're, you're a little bit curious, what are we doing today? Well, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at the end of Mark chapter 16. But the, the angle we're actually going to take is to, to look at what really is the end of Mark chapter 16. Uh, let me show you what I mean. You're going to want to have your Bible open. You're going to want to have your Bible with you today. And I'm going to show you some things on the screen, but uh, along uh, as we do this, I think it's going to be really beneficial if you have your Bible with you. Now, uh, one of the trusted versions we read is the English Standard Ver Standard Version, the ESV. That's what I'm going to be looking at today, and that's what uh, most all often I, I quote. But but if you look at the, the book of Mark, and if uh, here's where we're going to start. If you look at the book of Mark, and if you... Look at um, at the ending. Go ahead and turn there. Look at verse 8. Now, I'm going to pull you over here to uh, my screen. This is some software I use. It's Logos Bible Software. And if you're part of Valley, you actually have access to this. But if you, you come up here, Mark chapter 8. And uh, let's see, where are we at? I'm going to go back to right here. So chapter 16, if you see my cursor right here, it reads, and then you get all the way through verse 8. Verse 8, it ends. This is where I'm at right here. It says, And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now look at this place right here. Look at this, this text. It says, Some of the earliest manuscripts do not include chapter 16, verses 9 through 20. So if you continue, you look, this is 9 through 20. That's the rest of it. But but coming back to here, well, now it's giving me fits, but let's look at this footnote right here. This footnote, if, if you can see on the screen, this is what you're going to find in the bottom footnote of your ESV Bible. And most other Bibles are going to have this as well. Look at what it says here. It says, some manuscripts end, with, end the, the book with 16.8. Others include verses 9 through 20, immediately after verse 8. At least one manuscript inserts additional material after verse 14. Some manuscripts include, after verse 8, the following, but they were reported briefly to Peter and those with him all that they had been told. And after this, Jesus himself sent out by means of them from east to west the sacred and imperishable proclamation of eternal salvation. These manuscripts then continue with verses 9 through 20. What... What in the world are we talking about today? Let, let, me, let me explain what's happening here. In the New Testament, we have, we have a, a host of what are called manuscripts. Now, when the New Testament was written, these letters or these, these books 
Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, the, the letters of Paul, the general epistles, Revelation. These were all written, and many of them were written speedily and then sent off. And oftentimes these manuscripts or these letters, they were they were then copied rather quickly so that other people can read the, the testimony of Jesus Christ. The idea was that they were trying to get the, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ as far out to as many people as quickly as possible. And so these copies were made rather quickly. And they were not made with the same exact specifications that were required of the Old Testament scriptures. And so in this process, occasionally someone would come to something like the end of Mark and they would read the ending. They would read verse eight and they would say, huh, that kind of ends abruptly. Now, now if you notice, all of Mark is abrupt. Mark goes from story to story to story to story to story. Boom, 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 boom. One of the the favorite words of Mark is the word immediately. Immediately this happened. Immediately this happened. And so when you get to verse 8 of Mark 16, there is a almost an immediate end. And what likely happened is there were some early uh, manuscript copyists that, that read this and said, hey, let me just put a exclamation point on this. Let me just summarize the, the the conclusion. Let me let me add on to what happened next. And so when you look, let's go back over here to this screen. When you look at the end note there in 16, it says some of the earliest manuscripts do not include verses 9 through 20. What you have here is you have recognition that of all of these manuscripts, last I, I heard, there's almost 2,500 manuscripts, different fragments or pieces of New Testament uh, scripture. Uh, some of these have additions, but the earliest ones, the ones that are dated to be the most uh, close in terms of time proximity to when Mark wrote this gospel, the earliest ones don't include this additional ending. Now, you might be thinking, well, this mean people are messing with the Bible all over the place? This, this is concerning. Were, were people just adding all sorts of things all over the place to, to the New Testament writing? And the answer to that is actually no. Manuscript evidence actually gives us confidence that the opposite is true. Because we have so many manuscripts and because they match up by and large over and over again, they match up almost perfectly. That gives us great confidence that what we have is is. Is, is the word of God. Now, there, there's a word here or there. There's a, a, a copyist uh, miswriting of a letter here and there. In those errors in the New Testament, there's virtually nothing that is significant in terms of meaning. There, there are two major places where we have a major addition that early manuscripts do not include. This is one of them. This is one of them. The other is John 8 and uh, the woman caught in adultery. That is likely not part of the, the earliest manuscripts. That, that's likely an addition. But we have these two additional stories that are noted in just about every English Bible. And so we read them and we say, okay, I, I can understand what happened here. But then we look at all the other evidence of all the other scriptures that show us, you know what? I can have great confidence. I can have great confidence that the word of God that I hold is in fact the word of God. Now, <clears throat> that answers the first question. The first question was, you know, have people messed with the Bible? And, and the answer is actually no. No. 
There's no significant meaning change at all. But then the the other aspect I want to look at here is that question I asked uh, about handling steaks or drinking poison. This comes from this comes from the 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 additional portion of Mark 16. So if you look here, picking up in verse 15. It says, and he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel of the whole creation or the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues and they will pick up serpents with their hands And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. So what is going on here? Well, this is the addition. This is likely not part of the earliest uh, text. This is likely not the inspired word of God. That's why there's this notation. And that's why um, you probably kind of read that and you're like, wait, this seems weird. This doesn't seem to match up with everything else we've read in scripture. This gives promises that you don't find in other places in scripture. This gives instructions. It says you have to be baptized and believe to be saved. That's not an instruction in scripture. This talks about handling poisonous or venomous snakes. That's that's not something that anywhere else in scripture says we should do. This says that we should proclaim the gospel to all of creation, not just to all people, but to all creation. That, that's, a, that's a strange take. And, and then also drinking poison and, and then like this command, uh, this expectation that, that we speak in tongues. All of this you see is likely a well-meaning uh, copyist that was trying to summarize and, and put an exclamation point on the end of Mark's abrupt ending. But, but these actually aren't promises we should rely on. This doesn't mean you and I should go find a poisonous snake and start carrying it around in worship service. That, that is not what this is teaching. In fact, this gives us confidence to say we, we probably should not do that. In fact, if, if you're around folks that do that, you probably should be concerned. Um, <clears throat> but the big picture, the ancient way for our modern day, it's simply this. We have a great confidence that the Bible we hold in our hands really is. It is the word of God. We have great confidence that these words, that they, they, are, they match closely to the earliest manuscripts we can find. They have not been watered down. They have not been diluted. They have not been changed. We have tons of manuscript evidence that t- tells us we can trust. we can trust the Bible as the word of God. And that, that's really our close today. As we bring Mark to a close, our ancient way for our, this modern day is simply a reminder that we can trust the word of God. Well, I hope you join us again tomorrow as we pick up in a brand new gospel, the gospel of Luke.